Welcome to the Giving Light Devotional Podcast. Giving Light is a local church and global equipping center based in the beautiful countryside of central Pennsylvania. This podcast is meant to be encouraging and thought-provoking devotional to empower you in your walk with God and others. Hey guys, you're listening to episode eight of the Giving Light Devotional Podcast. Today's episode is part two of a five-part series on faith. If you haven't gotten a chance to listen to part one, I encourage you to do so. Each episode will expound on one another, so if you want to see the full picture, make sure you check out each one. Today's episode, I'll be talking about how faith is anchored in the realm of the heart. You see, faith is not just the mental acceptance of truth. Until the truth of God's word penetrates our hearts, there will not be any tangible fruit from it. If these podcasts empower your devotional life, I encourage you to let some of your friends know about it. As always, thank you for your support and your partnership in launching this devotional podcast. Last week, I wanted to lay a good foundation so that true biblical faith could be understood and established within us. The word of God declares that the just shall live by faith. The statement to live is It is all-encompassing. So to live the life that Christ provided for us is all-inclusive. It deals with our eating, our sleeping, our working, our resting, our playing, our planning, every aspect of life. Now, as believers, we do this all by faith. Can you see why it's so important to have a good understanding of what true biblical faith is? Isaiah 55, 11. So my word that goes out from my mouth, it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I send it. The word of God is the only level ground in which I can lay my good foundation of faith. And it's the only thing that validates and releases heaven's power into my circumstance. You see, our mental acceptance of God's word is not true biblical faith. So today, I want to talk about how we can make our faith in God's Word a heart issue. Faith is not wishful thinking. It's not positive reinforcement. It's not solely a mental exercise or a mental agreement. True biblical faith is anchored in the realm of the heart. In Romans, Paul directly associates the heart with the exercise of faith. Romans 10.10 For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So what does it mean to have faith or to believe? Is there any difference? The word faith is translated from the Greek word P-I-S-T-I-S, which is pistis, and that is a noun. Now to believe is the verb form, which is P-I-S-T-E-U-O, which is pistuo, is translated as believe. So faith is the noun and believe is the verb. Well, what does a noun represent? It represents a person, place, or thing. Now remember from Hebrews 11, faith is the substance. Substance is that which has actual existence. Faith is the thing or the substance of things hoped for. Now verbs are used to describe action. So the implication is that Actions will follow those who believe. Now, in the Greek, there is no distinction between the two. 
They're coupled together. When you have faith in your heart, you express it through believing. Believing is the expression of our faith. Since they're interrelated, you cannot say that you have faith without the expressed action of believing. What does Romans 10.10 say? For with the heart one believes unto righteousness. Now, unto is an archaic term, and it means into or towards. So Paul says, for with the heart one believes into righteousness or towards righteousness. Now, believe is a verb, and it's a verb of motion or movement or change, transformation. In this passage, the movement is towards or into righteousness. This implies transformation, change of some kind. You see, our mental acceptance of truth is not biblical faith. Until truth penetrates the heart, there will be no faith and no fruit from it. Truth that is held in the mind is knowledge, but truth that resides in the heart is faith, which is expressed through believing or expressed through action. This is why James could declare faith without works is dead. Another version, or it can be translated as faith without works is useless, or what's the point? Because it's impossible to have true biblical faith within the heart without the corresponding action of believing. With the heart one believes into or towards righteousness. Webster's Dictionary defines into as a function word to indicate entry, introduction, insertion. It also means superimpose, which means to lay upon another so as to make all like parts coincide. Isn't that a picture of what surrender looks like? To lay your life before him so that you can be transformed into his image. The second part of this verse is a direct consequence of believing from the heart. What does it say? And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. The confession of the mouth is not a step. It's a result. Luke 6, 45, for out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. So when you believe with your heart, your mouth will confess. It's one thing to believe with the mind merely as an abstract theory or idea. It's quite another thing to believe with the heart into righteousness. That is to believe in a way that produces transformation of habits, character, and life. You see, I can believe in the benefits of exercise and healthy eating, but I won't reap the benefits of my knowledge until I apply it. And the only way to do that is to take ownership of that truth inside my heart. What does Proverbs say? That the issues of life flow from our heart. So the heart is where our beliefs are formed and our beliefs are the motivation for our actions, our responses. The true battleground of the mind is not in the mind. It's actually in the heart. If we win the battle of the heart, the mind will come into alignment. You see, mental agreement alone does not produce transformation. Mental agreement alone is not true biblical faith. This is why many people can believe in God as a mental agreement, but don't have the faith to believe into him. John 14, 1. Let not your heart be troubled, you believe in God, believe also in me. In is the same preposition used in Romans 10.10, 10, meaning unto, which means into or towards. 
So it's not enough to believe in Christ as a mental acceptance of the facts of his life or the truths of his teaching. We must believe into Christ to lay upon him so that all parts coincide. Well, how do we know if we have just a mental agreement of truth in the mind rather than a true biblical faith that resides in the heart? Well, I believe we have to take ownership of it, that the truth becomes a part of who we are and everything we do flows from that truth. So we step into it. We walk with it. We lay upon it so that all parts coincide. You see, God's word that is received by faith will produce real, tangible change within our lives. Romans 12.2 Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind. So, is it a mental agreement that brings transformation? What does it take to renew the mind? Well, Hebrews 11.1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith is in the realm of the heart, but hope is in the realm of the mind. Faith is the underlying reality that provides a valid scriptural basis for the hope that we entertain in our mind. You see, it takes faith to be established in the heart for there to be a true renewing of the mind. Faith is the cause for the effect of things hoped for. If we win the battle of our heart, the mind will come into alignment. Well, how do we do that? We take ownership of God's word and allow that truth to become a part of who we are. By faith, we step into it. We walk with it. We function from it. Now, if we're always battling our thought life, it might be more important to challenge our core beliefs, the things that actually cause us to do the things that we do. You see, if you believe that you have no value, that you're insignificant, and it's not just a thought, you actually believe it, it is going to be a long, unproductive battle for you to renew your mind. But when you can believe into what God's word says about you, his word will become a reality within your heart. His word becomes the truth inside of you. You see, your mind will have to come into alignment with what your heart believes. So when will you know that his words have become a reality within your heart? Well, when your heart demands change. You see, you cannot separate faith from believing. You cannot separate the substance of faith and the action of believing. Proverbs 4.23 Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. The heart is where your beliefs are formed and our beliefs are the motivation for our actions. If you're losing the battle of your mind, check your heart. And if you have core beliefs that are contrary to the Word of God, I encourage you to challenge them, whether they're about yourself, about God, and even others. I want to end with this thought. Faith in the heart is present and hope in the mind is in the future. Mark eleven twenty four. For this reason I'm telling you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe, trust, and be confident that it is granted to you, and you will get it. Remember, to believe is the tangible expression of our faith. The verb, right? Verbs express action. So act in such a way with confidence and trust that your prayer is granted to you. Take ownership of it. Step into it. Move towards it. And you will get it. 
Hebrews 11.1 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Why can we have a confident hope for our future? It's because our hope is rooted in the substance of God's Word. Our hope for the future is not valid because you believe it and you really want it to happen. It's valid because it agrees with God's Word. Isaiah 55, 11. So my word that goes out from my mouth, it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I send it. God's word is the only valid hope for my future, and when I align with his word, I can have a security, and I can trust, and I can be confident that what he says will come to pass. 1 Thessalonians 5.8 But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love. What does the breastplate protect? It protects the heart. And as a helmet, the hope of salvation. So what does the helmet protect? It protects the head, which is our soul and our mind. So can you see how faith and hope work together? Faith that is aligned to God's word will protect our heart, but hope that is rooted in God's word will protect our mind. You just finished part two of our five-part series on faith. Next week, I'll be sharing how we receive and grow in faith. Now, I hope today's devotional brought life and understanding, and I truly believe that if we put these truths into action, our lives will be forever transformed for His glory. Now, I pray that you partner with the Holy Spirit so that your life will be a good testimony to those you encounter. May the rest of your week be blessed, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Giving Light Devotional Podcast. Find more episodes, including notes and questions to further enrich your devotional life at givinglight.org slash devotional podcast. Join our community and conversation on Facebook at facebook.com slash givinglightdevotionalpodcast. 